Hello and welcome to another episode of the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. As always, this is your host, Paris Grant, coming to you with everything financial. I'm really trying to work on this intro, but every time I say it, it just feels so right. Today's date is September 11th, a bittersweet day for me. Bitter because of 9-11, the terrorist attack. Sweet because it is my baby cousin's birthday. She just turned five today. So happy birthday, Hannah, out there in listener land. But, um, you know, that's not what the episode is about. I'm not going to act like it's not important. So I didn't want to mention it at least. So it's not like I forgot. But this is a finance podcast. So let's talk about finance or let's talk about the podcast. Either one. So let's go actually in reverse. We'll talk about the podcast first. One, I want to go ahead and say thank you for all the positive feedback I've gotten on the beginner investment series. I was a little worried when I was recording them. It felt like I was a little all over the place, like I might uh, like I could have been a little bit more direct. But my issue is that a lot of the information that I provide to you all is information that I myself already have. So I've already learned about investing. I've already learned about like saving and spending and all the things I talk about. I wouldn't talk about them if I hadn't learned them. But it's a little bit harder articulating it to tell to an audience of people that I haven't actually met. So I don't know all your individual situations, so it's hard to kind of give advice or teach from that perspective. But I am glad that there are some of you guys who were able to, you know, get the information, receive it, absorb it and act on it. I did get a lot of positive feedback on that. So that makes me happy. I'm glad I could be of value and service to you all. And I've also noticed that ever since summer ended, the plays on the podcast have been going up. We are currently at 5,000 plays. It felt like it was just a month ago we were at 3,000. And, you know, we're in the fourth quarter. It makes sense. Summer's over, about to get right back into the grind, which is why this episode is so perfect. I have a lot of other friends who are, you know, big into finance and investing and this whole thing. And a lot of them were asking me, oh, why don't you talk about this and that and all these other topics? One, I'm saving it for the intermediate series, which is why I didn't even list them right now. That's not just me being lazy. And then two, I don't want anybody to feel overwhelmed. So for the vast majority of you all, you know, I recommend the S&P 500. Tracking that index will get you to where you want to go. It's something you can put on autopilot and you don't have to be as on top of. You can just, like I said, autopilot. Put the money in there. It's going to take you to where you want to go when you need it. Um, But I do recognize that there's some of you out there who want to be a little bit more hands-on, who might want to chase a higher return. Some of people who want to kind of supplement their income in the now, like cash flow their lives now through investing, which makes sense. And I get it because for a long time, I wanted to be the same way, which is why this episode, I'm going to be listing my top three books on investing. These books have served as the foundation for my whole investing theory, my whole portfolio and just everything like moving forward. And it's not to say that I haven't learned more since I've read these, because even right now I'm reading a book on investing. But these books were the first three, and they were the ones that really kind of solidified and made me think about the way that I go, you know, invest. So this episode is going to be all about that. And it's perfect. You know, read these books before the year is over. Hopefully they help you. And even if you were planning on being, you know, you didn't want to be that hands on. These books will just give you a lot more insight than I could ever give. Uh, as far as investing and you know it's right there it's in a book so between the podcast the books you're reading and other things you may be doing it's just good to have that knowledge kind of always circulating so i think everyone can benefit from this list 
So give me one quick second. We're going to play a quick little ad and I'm going to be right back with you guys. All right, all right, all right. I am back. So this is my second episode of book recommendations. So, um, you know, hopefully if you haven't picked up any of those, you can pick up some of these. It doesn't even matter, but I've done episodes on reading and on books, so I'm not going to get into why you should read books, but whatever. So book number one on the top three books of investing. Uh, book number one is The Intelligent Investor. If you, you know, have been listening to the show for a while, you do know that I mentioned this book in my top five books about money in general. But when it comes to investing, this book was the very first one I ever read. And when I first read it, it went way over my head. I didn't understand anything. But I realized that the longer I kept on looking at it and the longer I kept on trying to understand it, trying to put together some piece like, oh, I get that at least or I get some of this and trying to put it together. It really just helped shape the way that I look at, like, you know, just investing. And I think that sometimes uh, the problem with books that have been published earlier is that they kind of stop being applicable to today's society because they're talking about things that happened before 2008, before 2000. So you're kind of like, oh, does it really still factor in now in 2020 almost? And I think that his book is just so knowledge rich that it's always going to be applicable. Like some of the principles may have changed. Some of even the laws may have even changed. And a lot of the companies that he might list might have even changed. But the general concept of what he's teaching, which is value investing, has not changed. And, you know, when it comes to like, you know, things like value investing, we'll talk about that more later on in the show. It's not something that like, oh, my God, it's like, it seems really daunting, but I think the way he breaks it up can really help you, you know, decide and realize that it's a lot easier than you think to make more money than you thought. So The Intelligent Investor, book number one, bar none. Book number two, Common Stock and Uncommon Profit. And again, another great book. This book is actually recommended by Warren Buffett, and it's a great book and I think that a good reason why it's on this list is because it's almost the exact opposite of um, the intelligent investor. This one's more about growth investing. So I think between reading the both uh, between reading both of them, like the book on value and the book on growth, that'll kind of give you a good little middle ground to work with because you get to see the argument from both sides and you can kind of look into the different methods used to look at different individual stocks or just like, you know, securities in general and kind of find your place in it which one do you agree with more and you could take out from whichever one and kind of build your own portfolio because like i said the main aspect of personal finance is that it's personal so we got intelligent investor and then we got common stock and uncommon profit book number three is the four pillars of investing this book obviously as the title states is directly related to investing strictly as investing but and not like as as in um, it's not about growth or value. It's just about investing in general. This book, I think if you didn't read any of the other two, pick up this one. The Four Pillars of Investing. Great book. And in the four pillars, he goes over each part. He goes over the industry, the psychology of it, how to do it. And I think that it's one of those books where he just hits every single base and answers almost every single question you could ask. And then in reading the book, you'll kind of figure out your own investing style within it. I do talk about the S&P 500 a lot because for me, it's kind of like 
I don't want to say the dummy way of doing it, but it's just such a foolproof, easy way of going about it that if you didn't want to do anything else, you could just go do that. But he gives a lot more insight into kind of building a portfolio that fits for your specific lifestyle. So I'm actually planning on doing an episode about asset allocation and how investing different amounts in different areas affects like your overall performance. But picking up that book will definitely, definitely, definitely help you build at least 50% of your portfolio. And, you know, this is a little bit of a quick episode, you know, it's just about books, really. So it's not really much to talk about without reading the whole book to you guys. But those three books, The Intelligent Investor, Common Stock and Uncommon Profit and The Four Pillars of Investing are the three greatest books on investing that I have ever read. And that's not to say those are the only three. Those And those aren't even the first three. Those are just the three that really kind of just like hit home and just made me think to myself, like, wow, like this is it. And my portfolio now, the portfolio that I'm going to use to make myself into a millionaire is based off of the information I've gotten from all three. That's it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to comment, subscribe, leave a rating, review, tell a friend. I want to say DM me, but my Instagram is still not popping. Neither is Snapchat, Twitter, any of that other stuff. But if you want to follow, go ahead at the M2M podcast. That's another easy way to contact me if you DM me through there. But the main thing I want you guys to do is remember, we don't keep it 100. We keep it 1 million.